Oh, oh girl, my God. it's the point of no return, and we're going to expose everything about this episode. Mm-hmm. This week, there's 30-second <laughs> skit-scat commercials promoting RuPaul's Glamazon makeup line, and please, respect the product. <laughs> These are real commercials. Don't say pussy. Right. We know a thing or two about commercials over here at Drag Chasers, so uh, some of these were <clears throat> good. Uh, and the pit crew also appeared with a rolling cart of fruit, which nobody coughed like a man on. Woof, 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 woof. RuPaul's dress this week. Uh, try and describe it without using the word glamazon. You can't. Uh, so sit back, relax, put the plug in, and we're going to talk about another episode of Classique. Forever. Hello. 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 Uh, and welcome back to Race Chaser Classic, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, bitch, starting we got from the Tootsie the, Roll Pop Owl. Starting from the very beginning. Ooh, my name's Willow. Beginning. What's yours? Oh, okay. oh I she do the beginning part. Sorry, this I is the beginning, never to die, over and over. I, I got Internet, so video, television, stereo. The Tootsie Pop Owl came and plucked the words right out of my mouth. Uh, this who? is the beginning. <laughs> uh, my name's Alaska. What's yours, my love? Oh, hello, I'm Willem. <laughs> um, why don't you tell us what happened last week? So last week... We're talking about this show. It's called Drag Race. It's called RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) We're talking about season six. Drag programming at its above average to finest. I said a hip hop, the hippie to the hippie to the hip pads, (laughs) hip hop, 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 pads. Uh, Bring out the rapping granny! (laughs) Last week, uh, the Rutang clan and the other raptresses got into reading in the mini challenge and then writing in the main challenge because they performed original rap verses to RuPaul's song, Oh No She Better Don't. And guest judges Trina and Eve guided the gals through some fumbling rap takes with some clunkers. But in the end, (laughs) the song was a bop. Adore won the top prize. A look at my body in my brand new corset. Girl and, crushed. And Milk and Trinity K. Bonet were in the bottom, but Trinity had her legs open from seven to seven. And she solidified <laughs> like her Uh huh. She had her, her assassin lip syncer status seared into the brains of everybody because she sent Milk past her past her past due date and she went home. <laughs> Poor Leche. She said, the milk is uh, chunky. Pour it out. <laughs> honey, that's uh, that's silk. It's soy milk, honey. It's silk. <laughs> honey, um, she was feeling oatly. Silk with the good milk. <laughs> we get a, we get the lipstick message from milk, which says, it's milking time. Love you, girls. Big plus scary forever. And a small drawing of udders. Mm-hmm. Sort um, of like not not unlike Maxi Shields sign off message, which was an M made into a pair of tits. Oh man. For those of you watching down under. 
um, spoilistra. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. Yeah. No. I. I. No. I think she could take the crown. Uh, Adora is getting some congratulations from uh, the other divas. Courtney. She says she's a bit miffed. Courtney Miffington. Miffington. Heather Hamilton. She thinks RuPaul thinks that she is relying on pretty, but I've uh, but she's put in so much effort and talent. Otherwise, maybe she's just blinded by my beauty. <laughs> uh, truly, um, Trinity. Trinity. Right. I mean, she she has an ongoing conflict with herself. Which girl? What? Anyone at that age, she's very young running into this competition and she's struggling with like, she's really beating herself up over ending up in the bottom. Um, And Bianca says, snap out of it, fag. (laughs) Pretty much. I feel like Trinity's age is a hindrance in this because by the time you're like 28, 30, you've done all these things that they're asking you to do. You've done little songs. You've done like TV news where you're like, oh, this is where the camera is. I know how to cheat out. You've done the pride parades where you're like, you've, and she's just drunk on a car on the back of a car. car. (laughs) You just have more life experiences to pull from. So I understand that like as a youngster, she was kind of fish out of water. But exactly. um, Bianca just tells her to stop complaining about everything and just do it. And right. it's one of those things where you, you need to listen to your elders because if not, they're going to keep saying it. Absolutely. And Bianca will not let you forget it. Um, the There are only eight girls left out of 14. Remember Magnolia? Honey, I played her. In the revival, in the race chaser photos, <laughs> you did, you I did, do. you did it. Appearing in the illusion of Magnolia Crawford, mm-hmm. um, we get a video message from Mother RuPaul saying, "A queen's empire has to start with a strong foundation, a smoky eye, and a cherry lip. So put your money where your mouth is. Hey, it's worth it." And so am I. Baby, I'm worth it. I'm worth it. <laughs> Baby, I'm worth it. That's it. Never mind. Uh, Rue comes right into this workroom. She doesn't even bother to knock. She Love says, the outfit. RuPaul, you've done it again. Damn Daniel. Always turning it with the clothes. I live for the I live for the garments. Mm-hmm. Um, the queens are told for their mini challenge, they're going to lend a hand to Michelle <laughs> Obama's Let's Move initiative by making fruits and vegetables Sexy and appealing. Oh, scruff pit crew. Woof, 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 woof. Um, you better not know, wear no shoes in my house. What the absolute fuck is this mini challenge? Because this isn't a mini challenge where the where the queens have to do anything. Ru- it's a RuPaul mini challenge. RuPaul does voiceover jokes through the whole thing. All the girls have to do is put on hand drag, which we love handscapes. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised that none of them took their assorted produce and titty fucked themselves. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did eight Girl. girls not think of titty fucking themselves with a sweet potato, a banana? Where was the titty fucking? If you want to represent drag, you have to talk about the lack of titty fucking because that would have been the first thing every girl did. No girl we- spit on her vegetable. Who's having that conversation? Was the rutabaga silent or was the rutabaga silenced? Was the rutabaga on the cover of a Montreal L? 
oh, was it the rutabaga? Rutabaga. <laughs> yeah. You Big say rutabaga, I say rutabaga. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there was titty fucking because that is, I bet they just couldn't show it. It was probably too obscene. Mm, uh, I think they did it right. I will say though, and we need another ding on the counter, my love. Jocelyn's necklace makes an appearance. Ding, and ding, it looks ding. great. Honey, minis and mains. Um, the half drag looks that these girls do are amazing. <laughs> B- Bianca looks like a substitute teacher. Um, and a smart one. <laughs> she a, does. a smart one. She put on a glass because she was like, I'm gonna do drag today. I'm she putting looks on like a, a pair of glasses. <laughs> Very the substitute teacher that's like, you guys, we're going to watch a movie, so behave. <laughs> that. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. Dar- <laughs> Darian looks like me on um, on uh, chat roulette when I used to put my titties on <laughs> and try to Very. spook guys. Yeah. Very that. I bet you, I bet you uh, made a lot of money in the pre-OnlyFans era. <laughs> I, I'm so glad RuPaul invested in chat roulette before everybody else did. That was one of her smartest business moves. Well, I was invested in this challenge. No, I actually wasn't. Uh-huh. This challenge is stupid as fuck. You, you'd have to shave your knuckles. I doubt that. <laughs> I was I was watching intently, and they even grazed over the fact that Laganja was deemed the winner of this. Yes. Yeah. It was sort of like, uh, and the winner is... Anyway, um, so we need to we need to put you in pairings that have been predestined by Mish um, in order to create the most dynamic tension. Yeah. These pairings are shade. Oh, shade. Ooh, bitch. It, 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 it grew an oak tree and the oak tree was wearing a sun visor. That's how much shade there was. It they, was the shade tree where a few people did confessionals. Yeah, um... This is great because it's putting together all the all the rivalries that they've built up over yes. the past six mm-hmm. episodes. They have Adora and Laganja yeah. being mean girls. Oh, well, first, mm-hmm. the main challenge is basically, we all know, it's a makeup challenge. Um, and it's a collab with RuPaul's Glamazon line by Color Evolution. Yes. And the, the queens have to create like 30-second little skit-scat commercial campaigns <laughs> that targets today's woman. And the queens... The pairs of queens are Dora and Ganja, and they're going to be mean girls. You got Courtney mm-hmm. and Jocelyn being hot mamas. Mm-hmm. Bianca mm-hmm. and Trinity targeting glamorous working ladies. And Darren and Dela are targeting cougars. Which... T- team uh, team Trinyanka. Uh, tri- team Delarian. Del- <laughs> What's a Delarian? T- team Coslin. <laughs> and... Uh, Del Bonet. Uh, 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 All these girls have had conflict together on the show so far. Yes. Yes, they they, have. They said, um, Mish, Jacqueline, we're all just going to poop in this pot. You want to poop in it? And then we're going to (laughs) just stir it. We're not going to stir it. We're going to put a lid on it and shake it. Get the... (laughs) Get Shake the, the big shit. spoon. Get yeah. the big spoon. Uh, and That's Laganja, a ladle, not a spoon here. Laganja breaks it down for us. She says, Adore and I have an advantage because we have worked together in the outside world. <laughs> I giving, love Laganja's giving, interviews, bitch. She is the sound bitress. Honey, it's a, it's a sound meal. <laughs> Honey, it's a sound meal replacement. 
Um, the girls the girls quickly get to work. Adore uh was raised right, she says. So she uh is laughing nervously at all of Lagange's uh suggestions. Yeah, it's one of those things where Lagange's suggestions are all fine, but none of them are funny. And the goal right. with this is to be funny. Like she has the basic gist of it, but like Yeah. Um you know, you need the basic gist of it. You need some funny in there. <laughs> Yes, little, little humor sperms flying all over. Um, we also Lagan- get the beginning of the. Well, it's not the beginning, but it's definitely the ramping up of the Courtney is an evil cunt edit, uh, which is. Ju- I mean, sometimes reality TV tells the truth. I uh, girl, it's like court. It's like Courtney jokes that well, no one would believe that you'd be the after and the before and after. And instead of them having a chuckle, which is what sisters do, we sit around and call each other ugly cunts all day long, and then we la- have a good laugh about it. If you remove the laughter and put in scary music, it sounds really uh, confronting and horrible. I mean, Which... I it, it, it might have been for Jocelyn because in her interview, she over this course of the episode, she mentions that she's lost a little respect for Courtney and she feels like there are digs. And in Courtney, in Jocelyn, yet another head, dig, <laughs> Jocelyn, um, I, I saw something where she said something about the girl when World of Wonder tweeted out the thing about compassion and blah, blah, blah. These girls are all winners. X, Y, Z. Jocelyn said something like, um this is funny considering you guys invented the world of drag queen bullying. Um, wow. So I don't ever see her going back on all stars from her, her dispatches from the fort nowadays at world of wonder. But yeah, I, I definitely see how she could feel some sort of way. And I've tried to get her on the pod. I twittered, I've emailed, I've Instagram, no reply. So maybe she still feels some kind of way about it because they definitely like, they gave her I a third rate edit and, she wasn't third rate, you know, and it, they did it just for story's sake to make Courtney into this bitch. And I could maybe, feel some sort of way, too. Maybe she's not coming on the pod because your drag just isn't at the same level of polish as the other people in the competition. Oh, we're going to take a break on that one. <laughs> we're going to take a break on that one. <laughs> well, we'll take a break on that one. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, 
truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor is celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 drag at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. There's my lever for my chair. Oh, my gosh. So much better. Oh, look at that. So much better. Oh, my God. My chair's so much better. My chair's so much better than before. <laughs> I do it so much better. Do it so much oh, better. Do it so much better than I do it so <laughs> uh, Hi, Ruzy Q. Uh, Ruz coming in for this walkthrough, and she's telling all the girls that the queens are very near and dear to her heart. In the case that she keeps it in her mantle. And um, she wants everyone to respect the products in their commercials. So wait a second. So now. So this is. Okay. Literally RuPaul goes through the walkthrough for Snatch Game. And says you can't be afraid to be. You can't be too respectful of the person you're impersonating. Because it won't be funny. And then in the same. In the same room says you need to respect the product. Uh-huh. We want you to make us laugh and do funny commercials, but respect the product. She saw that bullet point on the dossier <laughs> five pages in. Product must be mentioned in only uh, glamorizing light. No derogatory comments made about product. Respect the product at all time. Honey. Somebody's not respecting the product. <laughs> <laughs> the walkthrough between Dela between Dela and Darian is mm-hmm. my favorite um they're, they, they really, <sighs> Darian says that they're kind of opposites and yeah. then she backtracks that, that statement, but they kind of are because Darian's perpetually like digging at herself and self-deprecating while yes. Dela is constantly positive, overtly so that it's almost the opposite. And you're like, what's going on sometimes? So they, they are water and wine for sure in this and they yeah. keep go they keep setting each other up for better jokes on each other Dela's Darian tells Dela <laughs> to take it away she's got some notes and then she starts talking and then Dela's yeah. like well girl blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like these little digs where it's like toenail clippers stabbing at someone it's not little enough to bit. hurt but enough yeah. for everybody around them just to like look like ooh these girls don't like each other and they're 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 playing for mother 
the tension is there, and that's what they wanted. I mean, they, you could cut it with a cheese knife. You could. Apparently. You absolutely could. Well, our cheese knives, cheese knives are dull. So like, yeah. So oh, that's could, why. Oh, yeah. A sharp I knife don't. you can cut anything with. You could cut it like Velveeta toots. Um, <laughs> Bianca and Trinity, they have a walkthrough. Um, Trinity and Rue kind of get into it. Um, Funny. but Trinity is correct in her statement. And she's, she's like, I'm not going to sell you some false bill of goods. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen when I get out there. Right. The fake it till you make it gene was not in Trinity at that point. Right. And, and RuPaul is basically saying, honey, I'm keeping you around cause you're a good story, but you need to give me something here. You can't just keep right. giving me gowns. I need, I'm trying to pull you out of your shell. She's, yeah. you know, RuPaul's being a producer at this point. And she's giving Trinity um, one last try, I feel like. Yeah. So then we get onto the set um, with RuPaul and Michelle. Um, Adora and Laganja go first. Um, I mean, I think they're very funny and very charming. Um, And I also used to own the pink sparkly box that Laganja's holding. It's like a little makeup kit. I think it comes from Target. I used to own it. And I wore it out. Mm Mm-hmm. I think um, Adore and Ganja have the best um, inadvertent comedic moments where they are similar to their characters that they're trying to portray. And it's just, yeah. a char- it's just a charming little thing. It doesn't feel forced. Um, yeah. The, the, it's, you know, good skits, good skitsitry. Yes. Good skitsmanship. For um, sure. When you said you wore it out, do you mean you wore it as a purse or you used it so much you wore it out? I used that pink sparkly box so much. I I fixed it with tape. Like it was trashed. I used it so much, but I loved it. It was such a cute little box. So you're and I'm saying glad Laganja has one. You're saying your pink box was so used up and it had tape. <laughs> it probably had tape residue on it. I know another pink box like a, that. A surprise awaits you in your worn out sparkly pink Target mm-hmm. box. Yeah. Um, speaking of worn out, Courtney. They look beautiful. Who? Adora and Laganja? Oh, yeah, they look beautiful. Courtney gives like Melbourne Mall mom. (laughs) Melbourne, Melbourne mom. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, doing a moment. Wait, Courtney's in yellow shorts? I thought she was in a blue top. The the edit surrounding Courtney and Jocelyn is uh, an exercise in awkwardness because it's very like awkward silences just thrown in. Well, you can tell that RuPaul says the thing and whosoever house this is should say hello because you can tell Ru said that not in the spot where it happened. You mm-hmm. could tell there was one little section of mistake after the doorbell. They ran through it, yeah. and then they split that mistake up and made it out of order to make them look like dummies. And they just both, it, it looks as though they both just sit there and go, huh? Huh? Wait, there, there's cameras? Oh. Uh, yeah. Bleh. Oh, do you, th- should I say come, should I say come in because, oh, oh I, I live here. Oh. <laughs> Ding. Should Dung I ding? say come oh, in? Ding dong, ding dong, not dong. Ding, ding. dong. That's oh. on uh, Katya's album. <laughs> ding dong. I love that song. Uh, right, it's really funny. Um, the right, uh, Dela and Darian are very funny, but they 
they don't quite walk the line of selling the product. Cause you do they do, respect the product? Uh, they're not respecting the product. It's a new shiny shimmery lip gloss for your college. <laughs> like literally hilarious. Darian is so fucking funny. Her face, the lip face. She has like crossed eyes and these like sideways lips. I looked like that after I went to um Courtney's guy. <laughs> Remember, everything's on one side. <laughs> Get me a hammer. I remember that. Group Honey, text. I need a I need a rolling pin for that one. <laughs> I really did. Um, Darian and Della are very Jennifer Coolidge and Jennifer Tilly, which um, very that. great comedy references. Breath breathy bombshell women. Um, yes, I think Trinity was given a uh, boost in this in this competition by whoever put them together because Bianca hasn't failed at anything thus far in six episodes. Right. She's, she's very solid. She's solid. They won, they wanted to give Trinity their, her best chance of success and her best chance was Bianca. Um, right. Their commercial is cute. She has one flub, but then she gets it. Michelle is just yeah. like on her about the diction, um, which makes sense because put Michelle, a cork in it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> accents do, you know, come into play sometimes where you can't understand what someone's saying. And Michelle yeah. from, being from Jersey, I'm sure she's helped to deal with that or trying to do a British accent in Jamie, which from all accounts, from what I heard was horrible. <laughs> Jamie. Everyone's talking about Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Apparently uh, they thought she was Indonesian. <laughs> so far off. It was the it's British. Very- it was the British consulate or British. Uh, it wasn't even British mainland. She was just doing J- Jakardin. Jakardin British. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> it's very. And that's on period. I, it's very satisfying to see this moment, and we see these later in the season as well. But to see this moment where Trinity really like pulls through, and you can see her like make the switch in her mind. She's like, "I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna have fun with it and do it." And she does great. It's very satisfying to see. It's also very satisfying to see the next day Courtney being shady. Um, because I abusive, honey. I know this so well. I know him so well. Um, (laughs) I know him so well. Uh, Court, can we do that on the race chaser tour in 2022? I'm so down. Courtney's over there reading Jocelyn. Um, girl, she and it just it it is. I don't. From what I've heard from Courtney Act, is that it was playful, right? It was all done playfully because that's what we do. But and in then, interview, Jocelyn what? wasn't in, in interview. Jocelyn wasn't playful about it, or she was more plucked. That's true. So uh, maybe maybe she was playing like she was she wasn't offended by Courtney, but in the actual interview chair, she's saying that she quote lost some respect for Courtney. That Courtney used to be her idol, and now she's getting dogged out by her. I mean, well, well, you need to call your sister. You, that's your sister. You need to tell. You I need would to never. tell her. You need to tell her to stop abusing Jocelyn Fox. <laughs> you don't come to this country and abuse our drag queens <laughs> unless you're RuPaul. <laughs> we get some mirror chats. Um, Darian is like, "You're in my mirror because." To no, Dela, she says a great. She says a great drag combination word. You're in my area, the area where you do your hair. <laughs> 
that needs, that needs to be a, so that's, funny. That's a spelling bee word. I think we need to do the spelling bee again, girls. That's funny. Uh, uh, Darian is so funny. Uh, God, I hope she doesn't lose all that wit now that she's lost half of her size. I don't think I don't think the wit will go out. Yeah, um, I don't think you could take that away. But who would go out if Courtney and Jocelyn were in the bottom two together? Because they start talking about how they have similar outfits for the runway, and Courtney, without missing a beat, says Jocelyn would definitely go home. Like <laughs> so, so confident and. A, she's right, but B, um, like shit. We, why we've don't you ever wh- seen Courtney act lip sync for her life? Courtney, I've never seen Courtney act lip sync. Courtney Have? knows confidence. She does. I've but seen who knows? I've seen instances where Courtney act should have lip synced. <laughs> Um, if you ever, if you ever watch Frozen, where she tries to do the original key of Frozen at Revolver after sucking probably eight penises and doing ten shots, she couldn't reach that top note even with a grabber claw that I use to get tips now that COVID's happening. Honey, that note was that note was nowhere in that note wasn't even the room. That note wasn't even out of the director's notepad yet. For Did her she to- at least point to it? Um, I think she elbowed it and <laughs> then it got mad right, and yeah. slapped her back across the face and said, don't point at me, bitch. <laughs> um, it's an, it's an amazing performance. There's, um, there's some clunkers out there on the internet. Very few. She has a great voice. She does shallow at one point, um, which I think, uh, the God said, bitch, you will crack on this high note because that is clearly not your song. That is Shanji and Willem's song. It was their movie. You are not in it. You are not allowed to do shallow. You're, you're, um, you're your resonation and pitch are shallow because they're so off from that note. Okay. She is All my si- right. she is my sister and I this will only is, tell her the truth. It and is I love bright her. and early in London town and you are going hey this you Honey call me Brenda bitch. Brenda had a baby and that baby is filled with disdain. And yes, we are taking just, a break now that I quoted Tupac. If you're just joining us, this is the Courtney Act Shade Show. All right, let's get, we'll be right back. Honey, she's got all the shade she needs. I put her in a marsupial pouch and shut it. Oh my God. (laughs) Can we talk about the main stage? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this is RuPaul's Glamazon look, which Glamazon was a fragrance, if I'm not mistaken. Glamazon is a feel. Glamazon is a lifestyle. Glamazon is a fragrance. Of course it is. Glamazon is very, very sexy. But she does this look on the packaging of the makeup, and it's also the um, photograph for the uh, fragrance. So I think they recreated the signature Glamazon look for this runway, right? Um, maybe I would just like to say that Zaldi is best when he works in rainbow and puts RuPaul in like this, these ombre gowns because it just, baby, the, the eye just travels Mama. up her beautiful figure into the hair, Mama. the asymmetrical flower. This is pure Matthew and Zaldi at their, their finest. And later Ru does a gown that's very similar in coloring of this, but it's like scalloped edges with stones on it. And then Swarovski accents at the waist. It's very that. This is the 1.0 version of that gown, which I have screen capped on my phone. It will never be deleted. Just like I'm always showing Howie kind of like this, you know, this, but this. Yeah. If I ever have a gown, if I ever know how to wear something below the knee. Um, right. Roop, roop, 
I I will never not give props to RuPaul for these looks because shit, these are these are going to be one thing. Someone's going to put all these gowns in a in an edit one day where it's just seven minutes of all her gowns, and yeah. we're all going to be like gagging and for air she by the that. end, choking, dry heaving, like <laughs> because yeah, gorgeous, honey. This hell? look is a brand new day. <laughs> After we change the colors in Photoshop, <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about it. We don't talk about that. We don't uh, talk about Photoshop. The little face too. We have uh, a couple of amazing guest judges. We have Lainey Kazan and Leah Remini, mm. who's very good friends with Michelle Visage. Honey, I saw Leah Remini at the Pump and Parlor once, and I said to her, <laughs> "I said, um, <laughs> hi, Pump Leah. Parlor. I love your show." And she said, oh, yeah, thanks, thanks. Real nice about it. And I was like, I'm one of Michelle's girls. And she's like, oh, you're on her show. <laughs> her show. I'm like, yeah, I'm on her show. <laughs> and then she nice. said, you're not a Scientologist, are you? Because those <laughs> guys are dicks. <laughs> no. Um, I fucking but- hate those guys. Um, she hates Scientology. Um, real, real gregarious gal. Like, it, yes. I think, and that's not a, that's not a dig for... Or being ugly. No, I love Leah. She's Rem- beautiful. Le- Leah Ramini. Yeah. I love her. You ever notice um, when a girl is ugly, they compliment something personality-wise instead of something <laughs> looks-wise? Gregarious gal. Real gregarious. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage the gregarious, the punctual. <laughs> <laughs> the able to do fractions and times tables. <laughs> Gina Hyla Bridget. The, the, the runway is black and white. I'm triggered by this because I fell into the bottom on All Stars doing a black and white look uh, with my mom. So, um, well, you deserved it. So I'll take it from here. Um, Laganja <laughs> is first out on the runway and she has what we would call a lot of look on. Yes. Um, I like lot- it. I I am fans of multiple parts of Laganja's sheer look with a big platform. It's mostly, the zebra shoe. I don't understand why it had to be a black panty under the white sheer. I think it could have been a nude panty and it might have fared well. And the mohawk okay. on her head, it's if if it would have you know how when hair loafs are wider than a girl's head, like that's the rule about a hair loaf. The hair loaf needs to be wider than the girl's widest part of her face. Okay, her jaw in or order her to Right. Yeah, in to order to exude more femininity and make the face look smaller and, you know, just to give that illusion, yeah. that hourglass even up there. And Laganja's mohawk is thinner than the widest part of her head, and it kind of gives an alien or more masculine feel than what she would probably want. And the sides where it should be slicked out is kind of puffed out. So the proportions of it are kind of off a little bit. Her makeup is really cool. She has this great reptile thing on her lips that looks like she did like a fishnet while she put on her lipstick over it. It's it's there's very cool concepts. I would have loved yeah. to see her do this now that she's been doing drag for more than two years because yeah. stuff would have been different. She tried and her, her presentation is beautiful. She's floating on the runway, giving body illusions, casting shapes. She has air in her in her train. But she's casting aspersions, as Delta always says. Um, I listen. I want to give props to my mama, mama, Laganja, because she's giving different silhouettes and stories and different character. Like this is a very different character than what she's given so far, and she's really switching it up and showing variety. So, like, I applaud her for that. 
um, Adora Delantro. They applaud her for that. They applaud Adora for her Forever 21 sweater and her little skirt because she pulls it off. It's gorgeous. It works. Yeah. And it's, it's very her. And she looks fierce. She looks sexy. She looks pretty. It's it's one of those moments where it feels like a Sharon Needles where it feels effortless and she didn't put much work into right. it, but it just works. And yes. other girls will be plucked by it. Like Laganja, it of seems. Of course. Of course. Um, um, Bianca Luzon uh, comes <laughs> down the runway. She's giving this. I love this Bianca look. It's one of Me my too. favorites of hers. She's also showing variety. She's got a huge ball skirt. Uh, kind she's got of huge balls in general. <laughs> she's, got, she's got the black hair with the white stripe. Uh, lovely. I mean, it's always an event with Bianca, but this is it, anyone who says she does the same silhouette or the same dress a hundred times. This is proof positive that that's bullshit. Yeah, honestly, not a hair out of place. Um, she is never. She she's going to be remembered for hundreds of years in drag. Um, yes. beca- because of the She's been around hundreds displayed of years. <laughs> I was trying to compliment the bitch, but that didn't come out well. <laughs> um, Trinity. Trinity. Honey. Honey. Honey Kiara oh. Knightley in Domino or Trinity K. Bonet in Domino? I mean, and this is an instance of someone who comes from the pageant system and the pageant world and then takes pageant puts it on the drag race stage and sort of makes it so chic and modern and sexy. And I, I'm obsessed with Trinity K. Bonet and I love this look. Yeah. Um, like Laganja, she works her train that's attached. She has wind in it. Unlike Laganja, her loaf is wider than her cheekbones and gives that perfect, um, like dewdrop of a face, that heart shape that you want. Not like the, the, the more blocky shape. It's it's how it's how you do a loaf right with any face proportion. Yes. Um, you better loaf be right. Um, th- she just does the pageant earring. She doesn't overload it with a pageant necklace. It's edited. It's styled. I'm obsessed. This is fabulous. Honestly, for Who's someone next? so young, her style quotient is very very high. Some girls Literally. either just have style or they don't. Like they know what shoe goes with with what outfit. Like. Dress code. It's and the fragrance and, that changes your style. And that's not another dig on Courtney, but um, I basically have a backhoe and I'm unloading all this dirt on Courtney. I'm not even sure. Oh, you are a backhoe. But like, honestly, <laughs> Courtney lacks style. And I am a backhoe. Oh, wow. <laughs> she, 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 she can always look beautiful, but sometimes she doesn't know what goes with what. She's self-admittedly not been strong on accessorizing in separates in her past life. She's gotten, much, just... she's gotten much better. She's gotten much, much on, better. But... You're on the largest soapbox about Courtney Act this episode. You just woke up. And you're literally just on a tarade about Courtney Act. I love Courtney Act. And, and we are honored to talk about her every week. These are all jokes. I swear. You know, like Courtney jokes with Jocelyn. Just put some exactly. laughter in it. <laughs> Vendela cream. Uh, I don't know what she's wearing around her neck, but if there's a snowstorm tonight, it's going on my tires. I love this. It it is high drag, honey, and um, deep drag. She looks like a decorative version of what you would put in the top of a wine bottle as a cork. <laughs> if you didn't finish yeah. the bottle, put a cork um, in it. Literally, <laughs> honestly, like one of those decorative like corks they would buy from Z Gallery yes. or World Market of fr- fancy Urte lady. Cork. Yes. 
Um, it's I love this look on Dela. It it does that um sort of eye illusion silhouette with the white on top of the black on the front. Honey, this is this this is, your, this is Yara Sophia's uh, Scorpadoodle, half scorpion, half poodle. Very after after, scorpadoodle, after honey. it went to the groomers. Absolutely. Yes. This is, this I is, love it. This is I a love pop it. A, a pop it on pup before the pup turns into a, scorp- yeah. a full scorpadoodle. Absolutely. Um, no notes on this, Dela. She looks great. She looks like a drawing of a cartoon drag queen. It's so perfect. So fabulous. Darian. Uh, Darian. Beautiful. I, holographic I holographic sequin on top black velvet on the bottom black velvet past her, uh, if past you her knees <laughs> she's got these statement shoulders shoulders that puff out she is not afraid of taking fucking up space. bold silhouettes i i love this i think and she just said i'm gonna wear white on the top black on the bottom deal with it and mm-hmm. i like it mm-hmm. i think too. she looks fucking cool um i i have to give my top two of the week my top salute um to courtney act because she has a mm-hmm. she has a klaus nomi reference which my sister raya latre came up with um really yeah this was a raya thing with the fish um and klaus nomi um uh. I, i'm pretty sure an australian queen also did it so when raya came up with it courtney referenced that australian queen's look i think it was dallas de la force um, who's a uh, yes. legend. I would love to see her on Australia Down Under Drag Part 2. Um, yeah. She's sickening. Courtney looks great. And this fish now resides on the AAA Girl shelf in Palm Springs. Oh, with, really? Uh-huh. She she lives there with um the little mini version of the guitar from Star is Born for me. And then the little pound cake doll from you. So it's a, it's a whole little shelf we have where the AAA Girls will be together in perpetuity. Um brilliant and Courtney, i love it i anytime a queen looks great and can reference another gay icon like points for me points for her not I afraid mean. to reference or not reference Honestly. shit on it throw it up vomit uh never the same brilliant show-stopping genius and this is another instance of making your shoulders wider and making everything else look petite like because yeah this is basically what Darian just did, but in a different version. Her legs look great. She's tan. She's beautiful. She is young, even though she is the oldest AAA girl. Um, <laughs> she looks beautiful, and I love it. Top salute of the week to Miss Courtney uh, Hamilton. Uh, uh, Roxanne Debris act. Right. And it's a play on serving fish. She has a tray with a fish on it, which is a thing we used to say all the time. We used to say, oh, you're serving fish, serving fish. I always wanted to do a number where I was serving fish and I literally just come out with like giant carp that I get from the market and literally serve it with like tongs. Very Pike Place Seattle. Can't do it no, anymore. Let's, let's do it on Race Chaser because then that's the only way we'll be able to say serving fish without <laughs> having a bunch of Twitter teens going like, you can't say that. That's misogynistic. Because God help, the- God help the drag queens make a joke. Ooh, playing on gender. We got, <laughs> we got the Mac girl here. Who wants the Mac girl? You want the Mac girl? Oh, no, honey. I'm a Mac girl, not a Mac crawl. <laughs> um, and finally, we have Jocelyn Fox. Uh, giving giving magician assistant ho, which I'm not <laughs> mad at, but um, uh, there are some there are some similarities to last week's ensemble, which yes. um are very prevalent. She takes a risk. She wears her boy hair. She likes her top hat. Her body looks banging. Her body 
is like I mean, her body her, looks sickening. Her I mean, Courtney came out doing legs and Courtney and then Jocelyn came out doing legs and body. Yes. She, uh beautiful. Yes. The of course the critique is uh I mean, she could have put on a short little cropped wig and gotten little, the same line but without, you know, I don't or yeah. shaved her head off completely. Michelle gives a critique about her hairline giving boy when it it's a squared up shape, so it does give boy, but she could have thrown on a little Brigitte Nielsen bus driver or something, little under that right. top hat. Because then she could have taken her top hat off and, you know, pulled a bunny out or something. Rose petals. Um, they're pink. That wouldn't go with the <laughs> runway. Poison rosebud. Maybe, it's maybe. It's the fragrance that changes your style. Maybe white Let- oleanders. <laughs> Let's take a break. Good day. Good day. I, I love that raya you're wearing tonight. Oh, thanks. I put a tour under it just to give it a bump because bumps. love that raya. Mm. Oh, you got a bump. I give bump. me one. Oh, oh, no. Brenda. There was only one left in the bag, Brenda. No, Brenda, no. Brenda. No, call I, me. I turned the bag inside out, Brenda. There's none left. <laughs> shall we steep <laughs> shall, shall we steep it into tea? Oh, <laughs> you have tea. We'll just do that. Okay, great. <laughs> We're back for the down under minute with our with our <laughs> down under queen. The Down Under Digest, Brenda. Uh, the Down Under Digest. <laughs> uh, we're basically... Uh, Let's see. We're, we're going to check in about um, what's happening with um, Drag Race Down Under. Oh, uh, check in's in not segment. till three. Sorry. You can wait You can, You can. can wait in the lobby if you want. <laughs> no. It's call David. Segment we call the Down Under Digest. The Dog's Dinner Digest. <laughs> Damn. My name is Patrice Royale. And I'm Manila Luzon. And this is your Down Under Digest. On episode 7 of Drag Race Down Under, it's time for a good old-fashioned talent show. Did these girls get all the applause? (laughs) Applause. Applause. (laughs) 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 Then the queens have to put their Best headdress on and impress Mama Rue. But Manila, were you impressed? Oh, bitch, I was impressed. One of the best yeah. runways of the season. Plus, yeah. Electra Shock is here on the chop with us. Yes. So for more recaps of season one of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, check out the chop every Thursday here on the Mom Network. Uh, we are back and we're going to get into the judges' critiques. Did you notice they do the critiques out of order? Um, I feel like, no, I didn't notice it, but. Yes, because Adore and Laganja are standing first on stage and, um, uh, that was the order that they walked, but the first team to get critiqued on their commercial was Bianca and Trinity. Uh, I don't know why they did it. Sometimes they do these things. Yeah. I, uh, they, they've had our runways out of order in my season too, and our critiques out of order. So I understand, um, out of order. I'm talking. Re- reclaiming. <laughs> All that. Uh, <laughs> Bianca and Trinity, um, they were the best on the runway tonight as a pair. Both of them were strong. Absolutely. Both of them, you and I admittedly have no notes on. No notes. No notes. 
Uh, like Courtney singing, no notes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for joining in the revelry. Kid- I'm just kidding. Isn't it nice on the dark side? Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Okay. Also, you note- know, Trinity, they note- both get good critiques. But noteworthy was Trinity actually breaking the motherfucking dawn. This was her breakthrough. She got yes. past her own self, her own head, and um. You know, sometimes it just takes an older queen to show you the way, like Bianca. Yeah. Um, right. Laganja and Adore, they got the most um, genuine laughs and chuckles out of their commercial. But yes. um, Michelle is quick to add, but Adore was the stronger of the two. Michelle really just does not like Laganja, it seems. She has and a- Michelle was like, this is this is bullying. I don't like the characters, the bullying. It's like, and they were literally told to be mean girls. It's like, <laughs> literally, Michelle- they were called the mean, yeah. But they did the best job of we're going to actually talk about the product and sell the product and also be cute and also be cunty. So I think they definitely fit the bill for this. The way that I think Drag Race has set up Michelle Visage as an adversary for the girls at times is laughable because the way they gave her, if she was a contestant, she would complain about this edit, like saying like, oh, this is bullying. And then literally the cut is her making a, a... a bullying statement to Laganja and then right. praising Laganja's competitor, therefore in endangering Laganja's precarious mental health without weed even more. Like they're just putting Ganja through it and it hurts to see yeah. it because she is doing her best. Um, yeah. She's being, she's being pushed. She for is. Sure. And, and they're really week after tr- week. You can tell they're trying to break her on the yeah. runway. And Trinity talks about this um, in untucked about girls trying to be broken on the runway and look yeah. and Laganja and Dela both trying to not give in to breaking on the runway and mm-hmm. Michelle saying, Oh, I only see a character with you. And Michelle's right because she only sees these girls when she's on stage, when they're on stage, she's not in the workroom. She's not watching the dailies. And some of these girls on stage do present more of a character. Cause that's what we do when we're in drag. And Michelle's critiquing drag Queens for putting on a bit of a character is, is, laughable but you know it makes for good television so we get it michelle Lainey kazan is a hilarious guest (laughs) judge she's like she's like i didn't know if the commercial was about surgery or drugs her hair looks like a penis (laughs) a penis and a bandage (laughs) that's rough come on dear dear Dela is not in a costume. This is what Ben de la Creme looks like. I mean, everyone is in a gown with gloves on. That is what Ben de la Creme is wearing. I, I feel like I You're have, hiding. You're hiding behind a character. I have the I have the same comments and thoughts about you about that as you. And she does look like a fancy lady on a slot machine, but that is not a character <laughs> per se. That is Ben. De La Creme, my sister. Yes. Wait, painted on a slot machine or playing a slot machine? Painted. Like a character. A fancy yeah. decorative lady that would be holding the black cards and then there would be a red yeah. version holding the red cards. <laughs> it's very that, the pointy neck thing. She she is giving me Atlantic City elegance. Yes, absolutely. Vegas um, fixin'. Right. Hailing um, from the great state what? of Seattle, Ben De La Creme. Jocelyn and Courtney, um, we, I mean, uh, the, 
the makeup didn't they didn't really hit on the makeup in the commercial uh it was a little unclear what was happening they didn't hit the mark and uh Jocelyn kind of got dog walked in the in the runway department she definitely did um Michelle was not pulling any punches she was say she was grabbing Jocelyn by her invisible wig pulling her head back and hitting her from behind <laughs> Which is something I've almost done to a couple girls. But um, you can listen to Patch Podge for more on that. Absolutely. Uh, uh, who's Leah? Leah Remini. L- Leah oh. Remini. Oh, you know, they get like, into it on the judging panel. I was like, Leah Michelle. I was like, I hate her. Um, they were... Uh, <laughs> they were definitely auditioning for their own, like, Wow Presents web series <laughs> with this back and forth between Michelle Visage and Leah Remini. I mean, it is very entertaining to watch that these two good old sisters and Leah's like, I don't get it. I'm trying to explain it to you. Well, I still don't get it. My favorite, so my favorite part is when Leah's defending Laganja's look and like try, trying to say like, she, it was a, she, she sees the effort Laganja put in. And then yes. Michelle's like, but you like their commercial? And Leia's like, no, actually, I hated it. <laughs> like, just the misdirect, the comedy Not button helpful. of that. That is Not from helpful. a comedian who's done, you know, 20 years of sitcoms. The timing of yeah. it. I mean. Yeah. I And. and uh, She's I, sickening. Yeah. I like her. I, I like, uh, is it Leah or Leia? I don't know how to say it. Leah Remini, I believe, is the exact <laughs> pronunciation. I was going to say it's Leah Remini. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dipper. Uh, <laughs> Who won? Okay. The winners are Adora and Laganja, and they each win a sickening supply from Lather Skin Products. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is a Lather Skin Product? Goodbye. Uh, yeah, no. We're going to be doing ads for them. So um, Mich- Michelle continues on the cunt streak. And um, <laughs> she, after the, after the win is announced, Laganja says, I'm shocked genuinely. And Michelle pipes up me too. Like, wow. So Why did she just won? She just won the challenge. Michelle reading her. Uh... Michelle may have the vaccine, but she is always contagious. <laughs> <laughs> contagious. When I gave a critique, uh, contagious. Uh, After you win the mini challenge, <laughs> contagious. Um, the safe uh, girls are Courtney. La, 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 la. Courtney, Jocelyn, Trin, and Bianca are safe. And of course, the bottom two end up being Dela and Darian. I haven't, I, I don't remember this episode watching it. I was very shocked. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is going to happen? Because I'm doing the math of who ends up staying. And I'm like, does... Does Dela go home this soon? Same thing. I was like, I know Dela's fifth because fifth place is like a noted congeniality spot usually. Right. And I was noted fashion photographer Nigel Barker. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, this must be a double chante. And it was it was a good one. Um, the only To yeah. the point of no return. The the air drumming, the hitting all the beats. Um Darian looks like she's done this song before on stage and Ben looks yeah. like he could have done this on stage, but yeah, uh, they both do uh, really beautifully. Um, my favorite moment was during the instrumental break. Darian takes tips from the fake audience. Oh yeah, <laughs> grabs the tips, honey. Pick the cabbage. You got to do it. 
Honey, uh, uh, you planted the seed, now see the harvest. <laughs> yeah, I planted the seed, now we'll see the harvest. Honey, and I saw some of those dollars. Those were those were bib lettuces, um, artisanal <laughs> greens. I think bib there was some kale. She was picking it. She was picking it. Um, Darian, Shantae, you stay. And ben then, de la Creme, we hope that you have had an amazing journey here. Because it's not over. I want to see more. more? Nobody goes home. It got me. And I've seen this season a hundred times. It got me. That moment. I mean, and it got Ben too. They got Dela. Honestly, I think what they wanted, they wanted to see the real. They wanted to see. I mean, when they say they want to see vulnerability, it doesn't mean crying every time. But they wanted to crack Ben and to get behind this bitch that's been winning and perfect. So they right. emotionally manipulated her to the point where she thought she was going home and crying and then said, no, you can stay. Because they wanted to crack the bitch. And they did. Um, how dare a queen just do great every week? I'm. How dare she? Um <laughs> Uh, the winner of this season, I'm telling you, is not going to be someone who just does great every single week. <laughs> okay. The winner of this season is not going to be someone who just sews a dress, sews the same dress every week. <laughs> um, but this is a uh, cue for the time for you know what time it is. It's Del Rio remembrances, recollection remembrances. <laughs> With our favorite gal, Bianca Del Rio. There she is. Let's hear from Bianca. Blame it on Del Rio. Baloney! What made you decide to audition for uh, Drag Race finally? Was it me and Sharon running the hospitality tent at the season five? Well, it uh, can't be because well, you said you got on that day. No, 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 no. You weren't, you weren't at five. It was your season. So no, you were, no, uh, when, Sharon, you, weren't you there with Sharon at four or who was the one? No, that no, no. I, that? I, that, I met you first at, at five because Michelle and everybody was telling me to go find Vicky and D and uh-huh. I was annoyed and couldn't find them. So we went from opening to closing and we mm-hmm. were in that little curtain oh, off side. Yeah. By six. That's where Bunny and I used to dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, you was, were, that was you, where I met you. You and Sharon were cunts uh, at some event that I just thought, because I was asking who was next or what was going on. And it was very funny because it was just like this moment of like me interrupting you two. And uh, it was, uh, I can't remember if it was either you or Sharon. But it, it was, was very, her. It was, it was very funny because, well, we can't blame everything on her. I, I do blame a lot on you. But I laughed at, uh, I laughed at, like, it was something like to the effect of, I was like, well, you need to know who's next. They were like, uh, who are you? Kind of a I, thing. I was the one that said, who are you? Because I didn't know who you were. I was like, who are and you? And I was just... Just like, alrighty, <laughs> and I thought, fuck these old ugly hoes, and that was in my brain. And then there was um, also, I had seen, you know, being in New York, I saw Manila that went on the show, who's you know not talented or interesting, and she got oh great God. exposure. So I thought, if this talentless troll can get on there, then why can't I? So all of that was an influence, and also Mimi, I'm first was another one because I knew her for many years in New York before that, and when I'm she sorry. did it, I was like, oh wow, this is kind of great exposure for people. Why not do it? But I wasn't a huge um, diehard fan of the show watching it every night like everybody was at the time. Right. (laughs) Oh, she was so correct. (laughs) She does everything right. She makes all the right moves. What doesn't she do right? Slowly. Uh, (laughs) Slowly. (laughs) 
Uh, we live. Did you watch Untucked? I did. Yeah. Um, Untucked has a great moment that I liked where Trinity like basically comes into her power and tells that whole room, you need to have more confidence. This is why you're great. Don't let this competition break you. There's nothing wrong with the, the, the critiques that Trinity was and everybody in that room, Ganja, adore Ganja, uh, Ben, Jocelyn, they were all getting critiques about how they were staying true to themselves and keeping their poise and um and and presenting themselves in the dignified manner they wanted to, which may not have been like the warts and all look that reality TV RuPaul's Drag Race wanted from them. But Trinity turns it on their turns that on its head and says, "You're doing exactly what you should. You're great." And she gives this wonderful pep talk to the room, which is great. Yeah, um, because that was nice. Ben, Ben is like, you know, he's like, "I'm giving them me. This is me." Della is like the most intimate part of me because it's something I this created is myself. Me. <laughs> exactly. Courtney reads Jocelyn again. Courtney, Courtney tells Jocelyn, "Your drag just isn't as polished as the other drag queen in the competition, honey." And and Damn. just like and saying it when a girl thinks she might be in the bottom at that point—that's that's rough. Rough. Um, it's rough. That's Courtney's giving dermabrasion for free to uh, Jocelyn. Um, Scalderation. We the, get an Alyssa's secret, which kind of doesn't really land in the room i mean the only person living for it is laganja who's like yes god mama she's like lip syncing along with Alyssa's like sayings like yeah yes mama yes god everyone else in the room is just like "Ah." (laughs) like what is this Mm -hmm. i i do like that um that they show the top four girls just being utter bullies oh my god they're like does anyone even talk like that? <laughs> they basically said, we're going to put these four girls in a room. Oh, you girls are the ones that'll talk the most shit. How about you be the top four? Yeah. They, <laughs> this was when the writing was definitely on the wall. At first, they started out real cool. Um, <laughs> and then they just went in for the juggler. Adore went for her friend, Ganja. She, yeah. she was very clear on what she thought about that. But, you know, these are just things drag queens talk about each other while another girl's out on stage. Like, oh, she's wearing that gown again, you know? Right. We get it. Yeah. It happens. And you, they give you prompts to talk about the other girls in the room. So it's not of like course. they were like, do you guys want to get rotted about our sisters? They were made to talk <sighs> about it. So. Of course. It makes sense. Well, we, uh, we thank you so much for listening. For joining us for Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love for you to write a review of our podcast on your preferred podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by hitting subscribe on your podcast app. Take a moment to leave us a rating, too. That's right. And Peekaroo, we see you. So head on over to Instagram where a surprise awaits you in your big pink furry Instagram accounts, which are at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, and at Mom Podcasts. Plus, as previously aforementioned, we have bonus content at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can find us by searching Race Chaser in the little search box at the top. We have tons of content and you can watch it all for literally a dollar. Hit it. That's right. You can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com slash drag. Stay safe. 
Get the vax, socially distance yourself, and please wear a mask, especially if you're ugly or unsightly, and oh. respect each other out in the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.